Hey, good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing amazing and happy new week. Um, we have just completed our team conference. So they left yesterday and I'm all by myself here at the Gold Coast house for another week. But next to me, I have got the gorgeous Emma Matthews. As you can see there behind her is her book. Uh, I'll show you a close-up version of that look of what that looks like it's stop giving start living from burnout to chill out and i can't wait to talk to you uh this morning emma because as i've had a very intense nine days conferencing with five people at the house looking after them it's been like like an extended retreat and um definitely that's why i'm staying on to chill out for uh the next six or seven days before i come back to family and kids running around so thank you for joining me <laughs> Happy to be here, man. I love it. I love it. And um, so Emma is based in Canberra, guys. I'll give you a little official introduction and then we'll get into, you know, the reasons why she wrote the book and find out some of these chill out hacks that she's got um, mm -hmm. that I'm going to implement straight away this week because I can. Um, so let's go through who Emma is. Emma Matthews is a self-care specialist, burning um burnout recovery expert, professional speaker, tranquility seeker, and author of Stop Giving, Start Living. So she's passionate about helping professionals and mamas find how they can reclaim their life and get through the mix of work, family, and expectations in today's demanding world with more calm and less stress. Emma believes uh, self-care uh, and downtime are an essential part of replenishing lost energy among all the busy, uh, all the busy that goes on. In her book, she shows you how to redefine and discover what you really need and give back to yourself with kindness and self-compassion before burnout changes everything let emma guide and empower you on your journey to recovery with practical solutions to de-stress and refocus on a path to relaxation and self-care emma knows firsthand how burnout can creep up when we least expect and is dedicated to reducing the high rate of burnout that currently befalls today's over busy information overloaded society all right emma lots to talk <laughs> about it's such a um, current topic of the now you know this so yes was it part of your story that you've been through this and you know how did it culminate to become a book tell me a little bit about the backstory of it all well yeah so the backstory really is that I have been through um, burnout myself about six years ago mm. um, it was um, something that did creep up on me when I was really really busy in my um, career my previous um, career um, I wasn't giving myself enough time to um, really wind down and to switch off to work and my other commitments. So I was really pushing myself in a lot of aspects of my life. Um, and I, I mean, I did do yoga back then, but I mean, that was my, my real one way I was winding down, but I wasn't, didn't have the self-awareness to um, look after myself to the level that I really needed in that high pressure job I had. Wow. And so what um, prompted you to want to write a book about this? Yes, well, it's something that I started to realise once I started my recovery journey through burnout. It was that it couldn't just be me going through burnout. Um, we all have so much on our plates these days. Um, we're all juggling multiple commitments. Um, we've just got, you know, we, we're just 
overloaded with stuff to do basically and, and unless we say no to that we'll just keep putting more and more stuff on our to-do lists so realizing that it wasn't just me who was suffering with overwork and busyness I thought that other people could potentially learn from my story and and take some of my tips and and hacks um, and to implement in their lives to help reduce the incidence of burnout yeah how does someone know that they're close to burnout or is it often too late well, that's the thing. It really depends on the level of self-awareness that, that an individual has. Um, I mean, for me, there were warning signs looking back that I just didn't recognise as such um, because I was so absorbed in other things, um, exciting things, fun things. You know, I was doing really interesting work and um you know, loving, you know, going out and catching up with friends and, you know, I was outwardly, I was having a great life and I was loving that life. But um, I didn't notice that uh, there were some little things that were starting to happen a bit more regularly. Like I wasn't, um, I wasn't able to handle the busyness and the constant, um, information overload on my phone so I was I was doing a, a, a high pressure job a lot of information there and then you know I'd come home at night time and part of night time is you, you look at your phone and you scroll yeah. through things and you catch up on you know with friends and stuff part. but yeah that wasn't really what I needed so it, it crept up on me because of because of that, because I wasn't noticing, you know, what was going on. So it depends on your level of awareness. If you, if you know what your limitations are, I think that mm. you, you're better off, you'll be able to better recognise it. Um, yep. If you don't know what your limitations are, it's sort of something that might creep up. Yeah. Did you end up having some health problems because of burnout? Well, the main thing for me is, I mean, I've really... Um, you know, got off pretty well because I've spoken to a lot of people since, um, you know, you know, my book launch and stuff and people who've come to my book launch have said that they've, they've ended up with some long-lasting health issues after their burnout. I mean, for me, it's mainly a mental health thing. Yes. So it's like anxiety and that sort of thing that I have to manage. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm fairly lucky, really. Mm. You talk about me time. And we've heard of that saying, um, you know, how would you describe it in your own words, like, you know, what it is and how does someone allocate that within their lives? Yeah, so, I mean, me time is really about giving yourself some self-care. It's about giving yourself time to look after yourself. Um, I mean, when we're in the middle of all this busyness and juggling things, we often, we, we can't see a space. For me time you know we can't see that there's any time for ourselves yeah. um, so it's really um, reassessing what is important in your life and factoring in some me time in amongst all that so that might be um, just sitting quietly outside with a cup of tea it might mean going for a walk on your own in nature I mean, there's a multitude of things that you could do for that me time, but it's really, I mean, the trick is really scheduling it in. Yeah. We've got so much on our plate. So you think, yeah, schedule it in because, you know, you've heard me say it, what gets scheduled gets done. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So that's that's it. Get your get your um, phone calendar out yeah. and put into your calendar um, some me time somewhere during the week. I mean, ideally, it would be every day. Every day. Yeah. Um, you know, but so it's about forming a new habit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone can. We do waste a lot of time as well. As much as we are yes. um, uh, overloaded or we take on a lot, I think we also wait. Uh, we're time wasters. <laughs> you yes. know, um, yes. you know, people waste a lot of time on their devices and on social media. Perhaps that extra half an hour didn't have to be. I mean, most people are using social media for or are on their devices four to six hours a day. <laughs> you know, I'm sure yeah. you can deduct thirty minutes out of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a lot of time, isn't it? Thirty minutes, and I mean. I know how time passes too when you're scrolling through, you look at something and then you click on a link and it leads to something else interesting. And then before you know it, half an hour has disappeared. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um, I used to, in the early days when I was doing life coaching and all that, I used to get people to do a time audit um, for two weeks and to actually just really write down what you did every half an hour of the time that you were awake, right? And then you'd write down when you were asleep and all that sort of stuff. And just to see where actually the time goes because often some people also um, sleep too much, you know, so, and they don't need to sleep as much. I know sleep is kind of one of those things that girls don't never have enough and all that sort of stuff, but um, you know, the biggest time wasters, yeah, we, we figured out were social media and, and sleeping, you know, or watching yeah. TV and yeah. Netflix. <laughs> how many people waste, you know, binge on that kind of stuff and that you could be doing, you That's know, right. That's so right. You, and I mean, all that, all those screens, you know, really add to, um, you know, the information overload that we're experiencing too, because it, it might just be a movie, but mm -hmm. it's still information. information. Yeah. You know, you're digesting it, you're processing it, you know, so your brain is not really, you're yeah. not really allowing your brain to settle and, and think about, you know, whatever comes into your mind, you know, just, yeah. just relax. So what you're saying is like, you know, watching Netflix or sitting down to a movie or scrolling through your phone for half an hour when you have a spare moment is not really taking me time. But that's not what I'm talking about now. Yeah, no. Exactly. So to share with us, um, yeah. you know, what sort of chill out hacks have you got, you know, that you share in your book? Yep. I mean, so uh, the ones that really work for me are spending time in nature. Nice. Um, so whatever that means, it means sitting outside with a cup of tea, listening to the birds. Um, lying on the ground, a picnic rug, looking at the clouds going over. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, some of this stuff, it's sort of like seen as a bit frivolous, you know, who's got time to sort of just lie on, on, on the outside, you know, anymore. But it's so important that we do this sort of thing to, to, um, to calm our, our active minds. Mm. Um, other things that worked for me were meditation. I, I really, I'd never really meditated before um, burnout. Mm. I said I've done I've done I did I've done yoga for years but not meditation and and this was something that it, it took a lot of effort to try and um, get a habit going with meditation it was a real struggle at the start to try and um, get that implement that into my um, routine but you know there's so many apps on our phone now that can help with that um, with yes. guided meditations and I use one called Calm that I still use today that I heard has. That one. It's yeah. got a lot of great um, stuff on it. It's got, you know, just listen to music if you want. Um, there's guided meditation. There's there's all sorts of tips on it, really, that, um, you know, it's just, just the, at the limit of what you want to spend on it, really. Um, so I just spend 
probably 20 minutes a day doing two 10 minute meditations yes um yeah and and so you know so that, that that's been great um i also um practice yoga at a yoga class now i'm choosing things that suit me i mean i'm not saying yoga is for everyone you've just yeah. got to find the things that work for you mm. um and so i do yoga i also um do um the coloring in the the mindfulness ah, coloring yeah. in. the yeah. what are they called uh, sort of art therapy kind of stuff yeah there there's lots of like little space you know flowers yeah little little mandalas or I forget what they were called there's a name for them <laughs> okay yeah so it's just I just call them mindful um coloring mm. um you know so that is if I have been really stressed out at the end of a work day I just used to sit and color in yeah you know just really recent re focusing just on one thing and you're not doing it to try and create this perfect um picture yeah you just you just choose the colors and it's about taking that time and just focusing in on the coloring so it's not about achieving anything it's not about you know creating anything wonderful it's just about simply focusing in on one thing so mm -hmm. i found that um really helpful i mean reading a book you know yeah. is something that's you know it's it's a it's an old-fashioned tried and true you know method of winding down reading a book yeah, uh, but you've got I do find... diamond painting. I will often tell people I do diamond painting. That's, so that's right. Diamond you do. And that's very meditative. It's kind of like a replacement to sort of colouring in, but yes, you're, you're, you know, the, it's very, very um, uh, therapeutic and you're present in that moment. And as you say, you don't have to do too much or whatever. You can just walk yeah. in and out of, of doing that. So right. and another one I was going to suggest for those that are listening for the meditation, I use an app that actually trains you how to meditate it's called one giant mind and once you go through the challenge i think it's like 21 days you kind of can then use as much as spend as much time or as little you set a timer and off it goes yeah the stuff i love that yeah no there's what so many the other, what are some of the other things people would learn by reading your book um so i guess it's about stop giving away all your energy on other things all the time so you know we often give so much to our employers we give so much to our families um, and so it's redefining what your inner needs are so mm -hmm. it might be by allowing yourself some time to just sit quietly you might start thinking about ways that you can um, make some changes in your life and by doing that you're saying yes to yourself you know you're really saying yes to yourself and what you need and that will help you to de-stress and once you can implement those things um it's just if we're constantly giving away our, all our energy on other things and not ourselves um you know how how can we expect to function well in those other parts yeah. of our life yeah um there's um there's a there's a, a quote that I, i've recently come across and i, I just it was a facebook quote I, I don't know exactly the origin of this someone listening might um might recognize it but it's if you don't take care of your wellness now, you will end up taking care of your illness. Yeah, I love that one. I've heard it. I mean, that really resonated with me. And it's just, it's a lot about burnout because um, if we don't, you know, recognise what we need now, mm. then in years to come, in 10, 20 years time, we're going to end up with some sort of illness, you know. I agree. So um, it's really about trying to recenter, bring ourselves back to what we need Mm -hmm. um it might be rediscovering um a hobby that you used to do and used to love when you were younger you know yeah um 
these things go by the wayside, careers take over, family takes over. But um, something that I um, did when I was recovering from burnout was, I mean, I'd always been musical when I was younger. I played the saxophone and I played the piano, you know, when I was younger. Um, and so I took up the flute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd always wanted to play the flute. And um, I found a lady, a local lady, who I could do lessons with. And, you know, it's just, why not? Why, why, yeah. why not, you know, do something you've been wanting to do for years? I mean, and this may help de-stressing, you know, if we, if we take up these sorts of things. I think so. often when we stop and we take time to meditate um, and have some spontaneous time that is not scheduled for other things or responsibilities, I find that your creativity um, juices actually start flowing faster. So you actually solve your problems more effectively rather than sometimes you go, I've got to find a solution to this problem and you're actively forcing it <laughs> and it won't come. But then you yes. take some time to meditate and some idea from left field just flies yeah. into your brain. I always find that when I do meditation, I like come up with all these ideas that I wasn't even there to, to get. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's um, it's great for creativity, finding mm-hmm. some tranquility and um, space for yourself. It's really, yeah. it's really great for. I mean, a lot of um, creative people do that. You know, you, you go for a walk if you're having writer's block or some yeah, sort yeah, of creative yeah. block. Yep. You might yep. get out in nature and go for a walk, and then you come back and you continue, and you know, it'll all come flowing in. <laughs> all oh, these okay. ideas. So sometimes it's like don't keep pushing because actually you're gonna probably be more stuck. Than, than if you actually took the time and you'd solve something a lot faster. So what's next then for you? Like what, what, what are some of your goals and aspirations with how you want to use the book to help people? Or do you have other plans for what you're going to do? Yes, yeah, I certainly do. Um, so I really want to um, reach out to people who uh, think they're on the cusp of burnout or you know, are burnt out because when I was going through it, um, I just felt so alone. And, um, I mean, the only people I um, talked to about it were um, my close friends and um, professionals, you know, like a psychologist and my naturopath and stuff. Um, So I want to provide some guidance for people around what they're going through and um, tailor some chill out hacks um, for, the, for the individual. Um, so I want to develop a business out of that. And also I want to run workshops, um, self-care workshops. Um, so in Canberra, I mean, as, we, as with every city, people are just work, work, work. Um, it's just, you know, incessant, you know, people are just always fulfilling their commitments and and not giving themselves enough time to de-stress and wind down. So I think there's a real um, need um, for something like a self-care workshop. Um, So that's that's, that's my initial plans, um, as well as I want to do some book readings locally to try and, um, you know, um, share um, the book and and my story with others as well. Um, And and probably, and mental health, Mental health groups. I really want yeah. to try and um, reach out to, to them and and see what I can um, what I can add, how I can add value in that space as well. Now, one question I forgot to ask you: You're a mum yourself. 
how do you juggle and how how is your child yes so my son's four four yeah yeah so got a little one yeah. yes um how do you juggle that with everything you know how do you find space because a four-year-old and you know when they're you know preschool years you know they yeah. can be pretty full-on and you know yes <laughs> gotta breathe through it um yeah. but it's it's been it's been full on, especially with um, you know all the stuff in the last couple of years, the lockdowns, and mm. I mean it really it put a lot of pressure on me and us as a as a family, um, as, as it would have a, a lot of people to mm. still fulfil you know your own ambitions and goals while at the same time managing you know the house and the needs of um, family. Um, I mean it was. It was pretty challenging for me <laughs> putting this book together, um, you know, last year. I mean, because we had a lockdown in Canberra, I think it was about October, September or October. Yeah. And it really slowed me down <laughs> with getting the book um, mm. out. But, I mean, through all that, I still managed to allocate an hour here, two hours there, doing a little bit at night managing my own sort of stress levels at the same time and still making a little bit of progress so it's just small steps you know yeah, to, one day to, at a time I say that's what's all you, that one day at a time that's all you yeah oh, it really was I mean I was actually you know a bit I got a bit <laughs> frustrated and a bit down about it part way through because my the deadline that I had originally um you know imagined at, at the retreat just yeah just blew out it was, just yeah it happened but you know I mean, you know, I have I have my son um, three days a week at home, and so I've got two days to myself to do my work. Yes, uh, and it's it's a real challenge because I've got I, I mean I often just end up writing down my, some ideas during the day in, in a notebook or something, and then Come back coming to back it. to my computer at night time to, um, to 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 grab some some work time. I mean, it's not. It's not ideal because we can't really focus and, and get a good flow going. It's just an hour here and hour there, but yep. it's just what we have to do. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit more about the process that you went through. Obviously, you didn't achieve your initial set date, but how was the process of doing the book, going through the program and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, um, so I did my retreat in May 2021, um, <laughs> virtual retreat, and yeah. it was that was great. The virtual retreat was a really intense um, couple of days that really allowed me to really focus in on my chapters um, and start to unpack my chapters because I was a bit behind the eight ball when it came to um, preparation, you know, for the, for the retreat and stuff. I, I, I guess there's a bit of procrastination and 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 just all the you know the craziness with um, things that went on last year. I was I felt a bit distracted, so the retreat really gave me space that I needed to focus on what I wanted to achieve with the book. Yeah. Um, to really nut out my chapters um, and get some get some chapter titles happening um, with Stuart and. And just the collaboration of the retreat, that that mm -hmm. feeling, the good vibes you get from the other um, the other attendees, I found really um, inspiring. You know, I, I really valued that um, to to be part of a retreat to do this. I think I was the kind of person that re needed a retreat to get yeah. this off the ground. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then what did you do afterwards? Like what kind of, like you said, I scheduled an hour here and there and all that kind of stuff. So post-retreat, what, what was Yeah, so um, early on, um, sort of, you know, I think for the first couple of months I had, I had more time because my son was in daycare two days a week. Uh, so I did my recordings, um, had got the transcriptions back for the for the chapters as I recorded and started to edit those. Uh, so I, ha I did have two days a week, um, and then then we had a lockdown sort of later on in the year, and then it was like an hour here, two hours there, yeah. sort of thing. It wasn't it wasn't very consistent, and then I had it done by the end of the year. So I think I was in layout in November. I think I was in layout mm -hmm. and. And then I had my book in hand in sort of late January. I got that first proof. So really, uh, I mean, seven months after your retreat, which is not too bad, you know what I mean? We would normally say about four months, but you had the other distracting um, things yeah. happening, you know, and we all, we all had very similar challenges in, in, you know, being a Melbourne person, you know, we had a ton of lockdowns. Yeah. You know, um, I'm... Uh, have putting my kids into hotel quarantine twice as well, you know, and you just juggle and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but congratulations. Yes. I mean, seven months Thanks. is not a long period. When you actually think about how long people actually do take to write a book um, and I meet them all the time and I'll be meeting another group of um, uh, new budding authors tomorrow at the seminar, um, you know, it's 10 years, 15 decades. Yes. You know, so when you think seven months, it's like a drop in the ocean. Yes. Um, you know, in the biggest. Exactly. Table. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's, it's here you now. So You should great. be super proud, you know. So where can people get your book? Yes. So people can find my book on my website, um, which is stopgivingstartliving.com. Right, I'm going to um, show can people. Uh, have a look. Yep, have a look there, and um, I've got boxes and boxes of books, so um, I can post one out to you from Canberra. Yep, there's my website, a bit about the book, about me, and then, uh, yeah, so under the books there, there's a, there's a button for, for the purchases, just yeah. under the book, um, under the book picture, yep. I love it. So it's stopgivingstartliving.com, um, yes. and if you get it from this website, of course, you can... Um, uh, get Emma to personally sign it for you. Um, for mm -hmm. anyone, I noticed that it said Australia only. For the internationals, do we point them to Amazon? That's right, yeah. So there is um, on a different screen, you can see that I've got some um, subtext there under that button for people. I'm just encouraging international buyers ah, to, yes. go, yep. to go to Amazon yep, or their yep. favourite online bookshop. Yeah, because the book is distributed, so it will show up on yeah. you know, your Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Booktopia, Fishpond, and all that sort of stuff. So, that's right. Uh, it's that's the the beauty of the online, um, I guess, options and opportunities nowadays is that people in all sorts of parts of the world that can find your book and and uh, and start reading. You know what is it? And stop giving and start living, as you like to say. That's um, it. <laughs> yeah. So, any last parting words you'd like to leave? Um, you know, our audience with? What are some of your three hot tips you'd like to leave them with? Um, I guess one of them would be just question yourself. Um, give yourself a chance to sort of question what you're doing. Um, you know, if you're starting to feel like there's never enough time in your day, you, you're running on empty and you're always saying how tired you are, maybe it's time to reassess 
um, and just reconsider where you where you're spending a lot of your time. Um, and the other thing is, um, just want to reiterate how important it is to have that me time every day. I mean, particularly as mums, we've got our um, our finger in so many pies, different pies, and um, it's important to you know come back to yourself and yeah. value yourself and give yourself some some love and care too. Mm. Um, so don't wait and see, you know. If, yeah. is, is burnout going to come and get me or not? Just do something about it now because yeah. you don't want to go through burnout. It is life-changing. It, um, it really stuffs things up yeah. <laughs> and it really wakes you up um, as to um, how you're overdoing it. So don't wait. Do something now um, and give back to yourself now. As you say, start practicing self-awareness and, um, you know, and have a checkup. you know. Sometimes some of your vitals might also show that, you might be on the verge of it if, in case you're not noticing it. Exactly, exactly. Thank you so much, Emma. That was really awesome. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, make sure I have my half an hour a day doing stuff, um, you know, for myself. And, um, and you know, I, I used to re uh, meditate regularly and I stop and then I'd start again. So I think it's time to get back into it. So that's good, good to hear now. This week. Thank you so much, guys. And please go ahead and check out Emma's book um, on her website or on all your good, um, um, uh, you know, on all your good online um, reseller stores. Here's another quick snapshot of what it looks like. Stop giving, start living from burnout to chill out. Um, thank you for your time. And I really wish you every success with your mission uh, to help more people, you know, chill out and enjoy quality, great quality of lives and then quantity as a result of that. <laughs> I love it. See you, Emma. Thank you, Nat. Thank Bye. you, Nat. Bye. Smash it out. Smash it out. Yep.